0: Season two of the Career Bites podcast is brought to you by Gateway Len. This is Women in the Workplace and it was developed, produced and recorded on the land of the Kulin Nation. We acknowledge and pay our respects to the past, present and future traditional custodians and elders of this nation and the continuation of cultural, spiritual and educational practices of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. We especially welcome any listeners of Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander descent. Now, I'm Daisy and welcome to another episode and welcome, Joan. Thank you for being here. I think to begin, would you mind just telling us a little bit about yourself and what you do?
1: Hi, so yeah, I'm Joan and I'm an art director in the advertising industry. So a little bit of what I do is come up with ideas for advertising material and that comes from like conceptualizing, ideation to executing. Yeah.
0: Okay. Great. Now, the people that maybe don't know a lot about creative advertising, what does an average day at work look like for you and as for a freelance art director?
1: Um, it, I, I think the good thing about being in advertising is that no two days are really the same. So, but... In a nutshell, I would generally get like a brief. So a brief is like what a client would tell us their requirements they would like the artwork to be. And then from there, we will go to deciding uh, the creative ideation, to conceptualizing, and then to like planning it all out.
0: Okay, cool. And so maybe um, even fast tracking to sort of the end and final product, what are kind of some of the, or even what are some of the projects maybe that you've worked on? Um, and what are some of like, the big endpoints that you've reached for
1: clients? Yeah, so I guess because advertising sounds pretty uh, broad, there are many multiple mediums. So like, you, know, you can see it in like newspaper, you can see it on a billboard, you can see TV, radio. Essentially, they're all different media platforms, but the way to how you execute it would be about the same. So say you know, it's planned for a TV shoot. You'll get a brief from the client and then you would then come up with concepts where you ideate and then you would try to create like mood boards for look and feel, and then from there present it to the client. The client would approve of a direction and then you will plan for executing it. So that means like if it's a TV shoot, we'll have to shoot and cast and all sorts of details. But essentially that's like the format of it. It won't change on any advertising platform.
0: Okay, great. That gives like a nice picture, or a nice like window into the internet yeah. a little bit. Um, and I think sort of taking it back a little bit, kind of and going back to maybe like your childhood or earlier years, when did you sort of realize that creativity was a big part of your
1: life? Were you always a creative child? I know you're quite interested in photography as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's really funny is that I think when I was two years old, uh, my parents just bought this new home and I was a really, curious individual so what I did was I took a crayon and I just drew the outside of the entire house and <laughs> I don't know why my mom didn't see it as an indication that I wanted to be a creative but it took me a while after that I think it took me when I was like 13 or 14 and I actually got really into photography and I was very lucky that my dad was my dad is an engineer so he's a very technical kind of person so when it comes to traditional photography like film photography there's a lot of technical aspect to it so he actually taught me the technical side of it and bought me my first camera and from there it made me think like oh I wanted to be a photographer but when I actually delved into like working in a photography studio for a year and a half I absolutely hated it that was so much like, there was so much like well I love the craft but the industry behind it was very grueling for women and I decided that actually want it to be in advertising because I managed to meet um an ad agency that we were going to work with and they came up with all the ideas and I was like brilliant that's what I want to do I want to be the one like the brains behind an idea yeah that's kind of like my journey
0: yeah so you didn't even necessarily start from school and go I want to be in creative advertising It sort of transitioned through your kind Mm -hmm. of experiences as a photography but as a photographer
1: sorry yeah, I mean, it was very amateur. Like I was like taking photos of plants and, you know, like birds and nature. And then eventually I was like, I, I, I honestly still really love photography and I do it on the side, but nothing too serious. But I but that was the moment like, actually I want to be in advertising instead.
0: Yeah. Okay. And I know. I mean, you're already kind of touching on it a little bit, but um, what kind of did your career journey look like if you go from maybe your final year of high school up until now? You obviously um did get involved in photography a little bit, but kind of how did with there specific kind of courses that you had to do to kind of get where you
1: are now? Or right. So right after high school for me, I actually decided that I wanted to go to TAFE, and when I went to TAFE, I actually studied visual arts. So that was was a, a time of my life where I could explore more as a creative. So it wasn't really like, um, but, but that was back in Singapore. So uh, I'm Singapore and I'm sorry, I didn't mention earlier. But in Singapore, the, the structure of how education was, was very industry focused. And they streamed us in like uh, three different stream versions, illustration, graphic design, and photography. And I decided to take both photography and graphic design. And it was it was a really fun art school experience because that was the only time I think it was I get to be creative and not really be judged even though it was judged to industry standard like no, no real what was really going out there and I was like really having the time of my life but like, creating um, very distinct pieces which I I then found out that I really liked fine photography so it was all like the world of surrealism but after TAFE it was like really feeling like I need to find a proper job and I worked in a Photography studio for a year and a half, and I realized that uh, to become a renowned photographer requires you to have a very distinctive style, and you have to work your. Otherwise, you have to work your way up. So, like from a studio assistant all the way, like carrying light stands. You know, it's like it's really grueling and really like physically tiring. And then that was that one day where we actually managed to meet an edit agency where they share their ideas with us, and I was like, I really want to be them. Like, I want to be the people behind. minds and that was when I decided to apply to RMIT in Australia. Oh yeah. Yeah and I took up advertising and that's that's kind of how that journey went.
0: Yeah and so you moved from Singapore and did the course at RMIT. What
1: course was that as well did you say? I think it was also like a bachelor's in communication and then like major in advertising. OK, great. And then so kind of after
0: your experience at RMIT, did you sort of get into a studio straight away and then transition
1: into freelance work or how, how did that kind of pathway? I started? think even when I was doing advertising in uni, I, I didn't really know for sure because I just wanted to try different things. And I think that's kind of led me to where I am now. Like advertising is an ever changing industry because it's so dependent on the media platform. And yeah. so you go from like traditional media, where it's like people used to watch ads on TV. So now people just receive ads on social media and it's it's ever-changing. So I think the good thing of what I did after uni was that I tried different jobs. So I did like digital design. I freelanced as a digital designer wanting to learn about how to build a website to like, I actually well, I actually went back to production because I thought that, if I don't like photography, maybe I like film instead. So then I intern at like a film production company for like six months. And then after that, I also tried, you know, interning at um, bigger agencies within Australia to see what it's like. And then eventually I was like, actually, if you're an art director, you can do it all. You kind of film, you kind of come up with ideas, you can kind of do like low-fi shoots every now and then. And so that's kind of how it, it ends up being that way.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. And so, like, a large part of that, I guess, is really experiencing different industries and different Mm -hmm. different kind of jobs. And interning is, like, a great, I guess, example of of being able to to kind of test the waters a little bit. Um, And then I know, yeah, and so kind of going with that and even going back to how you said each day can just be completely different in in the industry, what are maybe some Mm -hmm. of your favourite parts about what you do or your favourite parts of your job?
1: I think my favourite part is cliche as it is is really seeing the idea come to life there's so many times that you know because you're a brand custodian um so often the clients might not they want to protect their own brand as well so that can lead to maybe some because they want to protect the brand they might prefer a different idea and you might not be able to push a bigger idea every so now and then but when when you do or when you actually see your your labor come to life it's actually such a rewarding feeling. And yeah. that would be like when I was working at, on Swiss. I worked in the Swiss Beauty account, and watching them, you know, come from a brand of like um, sharing their premiumness to wanting to advocate for you know equality and women of all color it was kind of nice that you know we got to actually execute that and see that come to life.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think it would be an amazing thing not getting to, like getting to be there from the very start and. Yeah project all the way to the end and the final product
1: yeah um,
0: i think you you've maybe mentioned i guess photography was a bit of a tricky industry for women potentially to to exist in were there any obstacles or challenges you faced being a woman in in creative advertising or has maybe the the industry changed over time and become you know more accessible and more welcoming or what are your experiences
1: in that? I, think, I think in general Maybe because it's in Australia, it feels like it's a um, pretty welcoming industry because um, to some degree, maybe because we are creatives, creators have some leeway to be however they are. You know, we are a bit of an anomaly. We're seen as the people with the wacky ideas. We can dress a little wacky. We can talk a little wacky. We of have, have a little bit of a weird personality and that's all okay. And I think it's kind of like the vibe that you're with the misfits. So I think I've never really felt truly unwelcome because that's what creative people are like in general. But obviously there will be some, you know, if you go to a slightly more traditional environment, there might be some stereotypes, some racial slurs, but I I never really take them to heart only because sometimes it could just be the wrong impression from both ends. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, it's it it never what felt like an issue for me at all because I feel like because I'm with a bunch of misfits and I get to be a misfit, it it makes it feel like we all fit with each other.
0: Yeah, like a a lot of like-minded people
1: or a like yeah, absolutely.
0: That's really nice. Um, And now sort of what do you maybe know now that you wish you knew when you were in school, for example? So kind of maybe when you were in 12 and like talking with your sort of career pathways teacher and everything, is there anything you sort of wish you know about maybe even being able to choose to get involved in something like photography and then pivoting slightly or just, you know, knowing that there is like such a wide scope of jobs that are available within different industries? Is there anything in particular you wish maybe you knew when you were younger?
1: I think I'd say like you have to try before actually knowing. Like for me, it's like you only know so much in your head. So you may think you want to be this thing or you might want to do this other aspect in your life. You can only truly know if you actually really try. So for me, it's like it's kind of like the process of elimination which was like how I mentioned about like, I tried digital design. I tried a little bit of photography. I try a little bit of production, like produce production assisting, and all that stuff. And then it led to me thinking, actually, I just want to come up with ideas. It's kind of, you have to go through, sometimes in life, you just have to go through the process of elimination. So I would say if you're a young, aspiring, creative, you should go for more like school fairs. Yeah, you know, they always have this like uni fairs where you can talk to different people in the industry. You should. Check out any networking places. I know Meetup is a really good app that I use as a young creative to like just even find like-minded. It doesn't have to be people in the industry. You can just find people that like love photography, love painting, and then just find out what your likes and dislikes. That's the only way you can understand what you want to do more.
0: Definitely, and kind of build your community that way. Like build yeah. your a little bit. Yeah, that's great. That's actually really helpful that there's an app that kind of allows you to do that. And um, now as well, you kind of have sort of touched on this already, but may your experience working, especially in Melbourne, in the creative industry, um, for people that don't know but maybe want to get into that industry, what is there any advice that that you would give or is there kind of any particular insights that you could provide into, you know, there's maybe more traditional agencies, there's there's kind of more progressive or, or more creative industries. Do you have any advice or
1: insights? I think for me, like, the main thing is to kind of, have an idea of what you want to do first, right? So depending on your priorities, So, some people prefer a slightly more progressive agency because of the work ethic. So they're very comfortable with like flexible, very good working hours, like any time of the day, so long as you finish and get your work done. Or if you want to be in an agency that just wants to do wins awards or creative work, then that could be those bigger agencies with the bigger clients, the bigger opportunities. So definitely do a lot of research first. And then see like what sort of environment you want to get into yeah. in the beginning. But if you actually don't know, then just, just pop in. That's what I did when I was a junior. When I was a junior, I really wanted to make an impression on ad agencies. So what I did with my my copywriter at that time is that we actually just went into a bunch of agencies and left an impression. So we would like give them a little leaf behind from us. And then we'll also take them through our folio because it's so important as a young aspiring creative to actually get opinion from other people because your, your opinion is only valid on that piece of paper. So yeah. you should try and get others to see whether that's actually validated or not.
0: Yeah, that, that's actually a great idea and be kind of quite proactive and take that initiative yourself. And even mentioning a folio is, is kind of building a folio for young creatives like really recommended that they get onto that or how exactly could they build a folio to showcase their work a little bit?
1: I reckon it is, I think it's really important because it really shows your personality, especially as a creative. So like when I applied for tape in Singapore, um, I actually got into the school based on folio. And even though then I, I didn't know anything, I think it showed my personality. So what I did was like, I went around my house and I like try to take pictures and I drew different things in my own style. So say it was like a, a vase, I tried to do it in an artistic manner. And then I also showed photography from different places I went to like from a haunted house to like, you know, just make yourself a little bit interesting because you got to explore. Like the only way to expand your creativity is by exploring. So that's why I kind of tried to showcase and any form of folio is always beneficial because it shows your character as a creativity.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it's a good chance to express yourself and Mm -hmm. your kind of niche a little bit too. That's really helpful advice, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, And then kind of maybe my last question too is, you know, considering it's International Women's Day, do you have any advice for other young women that are considering to enter into a career in creative advertising? Is there any um, sort of particular traits that you would suggest that they really um, lean into? Or is there any kind of anything in particular you'd suggest or, or,
1: or give them advice with? I think one thing that you actually mentioned is that we should be more proactive. You know, I think young creators should be more proactive to network, to understand, to learn, so that that's beneficial for them to grow as well. And I think as women, it's also good to keep a curious mind. So it's good to understand, be always be curious in general. I think be curious of the people around you environment, people you engage with, or like the works that you have to end up doing that can always open up your mind
0: yeah definitely like curiosity and an open mind and hundred percent open things up that that's it's been really nice talking to you and really nice to kind of get this window into the creative advertising industry because it's not necessarily something that everyone would know a lot about so it's really valuable to get that insight from someone who's you know so experienced and just at the top of their game as well too <laughs>
1: no worries that, this has been a really good experience for me as well.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad. But thank
1: you so much for being a part of the Women in the Workplace project. Um, and yeah, just for sharing your story with us and, and for students.